beginning of Act One. Annie, what happened last time? So we started in the same room as Elspeth and Eklund last time, and before we even got to talk to them, um, Lady Celeria called away Norman Yo. to show off and do a tour of Yo. all this hard work, and then. And then um, they walked out, and Earth and I talked to Eklund and Elspeth a tiny bit, and... Said very formal how-do-you-do's. Yes, very, very formal. She was being very princess. Mm -hmm. and, yep. And there then was um, blonde assassin dude in the room, Fair. too. And you pretended to get me a drink and then lose sight of me when I went and talked to him. And got the scene. Yep. Had a gnome fall in love with me. Yep. Just now look. Um, and then we went downstairs with. Did we go downstairs yet? Where did we go? We, we went to go get Elspeth a drink with Elspeth and Eklund, yep. And wasn't there another person with us? Uh, a dude? Eklund gave some warnings to you both before yep. you About his family members. About his family, yep. Mm -hmm. Trellib and Elcaris. And yep. in general about reading minds and, and enchantments, manipulations of people. Everybody knows it's possible, but very, very poo-pooed before we went to talk to him. Yeah. yeah. I think when you guys went, went downstairs, it was, was you two, Eklin, Elspeth, and the Misria. That's all. Okay. Probably it's the Misria. And I saw Marcus. You, you went straight over there. Mm -hmm. You like, Yo. We patched things up. Yep. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> there was the other Fiarlin daughter in the room with someone who we didn't know, but we now know is one of the Madani. And um, yeah, down there you talked to the guy next to you who ended up being a retired the head. No, the head of the hospitality family, Degalanda. Yeah, Earl Yorin Degalanda. And the person next to him was retired and asked him why he yes. wasn't retired yet. That was Kubrick? Uh, no, that was no, whoever the Vidalis there you are. I was like the young guy. Yep. And trying to remember everyone else yeah, in the room. Corbett, yeah. Um, that Dennis, Dennis Ayer was in there, he was gambling, and the one that interrupted when the Merchant Lord was talking oh, to us, Lysandar. Right, yep. Mm -hmm. Lysandar. Lysandar, there you go, was there, along with mm -hmm. another Ayer as well. His brother was there. Or his was, brother, that's was there. Quentin. Oh, yeah, or Quentin. Quentin. Yeah. Yep, and they are at the other table. Mm -hmm. And so then we, when you were doing that, I snuck out and talked to Derek mm -hmm. about yeah. finding my folks. Yep, 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 yep. And the price no is No deal good. struck yet. But nope, but it sounded reasonable. Mm -hmm. And then I snuck back in just in time to see you act like you're drunk and get up and stumble past that table. Let's go with that. And then um, I went and sat down and talked to Marcus and everything as well. And then you came back. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then... After serving the down, 
tell us about yeah. t- t- tell us about your time outside. That's probably yeah. easier for you to remember than you can remember. Uh, yeah, definitely. I definitely remember everyone I talked to. You don't have to remember the names. Um, I'm sure you have notes. So, all that. Yeah, no, I talked to um, head of the Dorosco, the Countess Ura. Ura, yep, you know it. You know it. I love it. Ulani. Yeah. And so she was stoic. She seemed somewhat sad about like the state of the affairs released from Norwin's perception. Um, and then he was also getting like manhandled by Lord Nicola Orion, the husband of the um, Baroness. Uh, and the heir or the brother or something of the other trash person. Um, was it the, was it the Baron was it the heir? Yeah, Baron Heir question mark. Trash? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's that strange one because the current leader, the current patriarch mm-hmm. of the of House Thrash, is actually Derek de Vandrand, right? The Velvet Underground. Valderand. Right. Yep, exactly. And it was also he was human. And the Valderand is half orc, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So all right, and so yeah, we chatted with them. They were mostly just like <laughs> about all the <laughs> 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 Yep, yeah, exactly. And offered you a lot of money. Yeah. Well. Jobs. Jobs. <laughs> yes. Money. A lot of opportunities. Opportunities. Um, no, uh, the Countess was like, don't you even like a piece of meat? It's a person. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we were kind of finishing up our, our rounds, we passed by, I failed to notice uh, Trollub just like creeping like a creeper, like a wall creeper vine, wall flower dude. And then he was like, mm, let me, get, <laughs> let me get, a, get a slice of that mind pie. And I was like, mm, so I thought he probably got some weird, like, you know, mental images of the, the tour or whatever we were doing at the time, but he failed to get anything further in. And I was like, um, saw Derek and um, maybe Solaria on the way in, and then and then I came back, and Eric almost ran me over as he tried to pee. Yep. So, yep. This was I was very pleasant. distracted by the most pleasant of mental images for running in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Let's follow. Let's follow, follow that. Why? Why was Irv sprinting to the bat to the bathroom? What had you just done while Annie why? was at the bar? I had to. Okay, that's <laughs> why you sprinted. Right? What did you do immediately preceding? I had gone up to the table with the other Fairland daughter and Elcoris, mm-hmm. and I had tried to wiggle into their brains. Mm-hmm. And the daughter was thinking. Most of it, she just didn't like you. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, I, I didn't. I didn't clean anything. She too used for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a pity we can't finish the job. Yes, that's, that was the line. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I, I think. I, I think the predominant feeling, if I recall correctly, was. <laughs> you had said. <laughs> you had inter- in- introduced yourself and apologized for oh, yeah. for presuming to upset her sister. Yes. Please. Oh yes. If what the fuck did you do to my sister? Her, I will skin you alive. Her. That was exactly it. What the fuck did you do to my sister? I will skin you alive. Um, so she's That's right. obviously the main takeaway from that mental image was probably fiercely, um, fiercely def- um, protective. Protective. That's a good one. Um, but that did lead that thought directly led into. It's a shame you didn't just die. Mm-hmm. 
not so much to be clear it wasn't so much like like i'll kill, kill you tonight or i'll do it myself it was just just a shame you didn't die when you had the chance sort of thing but shucks gotcha. oh mm -hmm. actually i believe a specific th thing was was also um it's a shame we can't that finish. you can't finish the job yeah. that's what it was mm -hmm. you're right you're right not yeah she did say that yeah. i was thinking about it the opposite way like mm -hmm. i'm gonna clear tonight but it was because yeah. you guys are under the employee you're right mm -hmm. Said it, I didn't think it right. And then Elkaris uh, didn't give me much and then read my mind in return. And I could hear his thoughts in my head, but I was just trying to focus on the fact that I had to pee. So I don't really know what he would have gleaned from me. Mm, I gotta pee this guy's weird. I gotta pee this guy's weird. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> sure, yeah, like, I was also thinking, I was thinking about that. I was like, <coughs> he might have gotten more than I would like because I was thinking. I wonder what he's thinking. But if you mix that in with I have to pee, it's very much like, oh, I have to pee. I wonder what this guy's thinking. Oh my god, I gotta pee. Oh, what's, what's he thinking about? Is he thinking about what, how much I have to pee? Because I really have to pee. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then as you turned to he flee was... and literally jumped over, you could feel those beginning tugging at, at to, oh, yeah, to dive to deeper in. You, you got out of the range because you're fast you as a bunny. You got out of the range before it could truly try. So that was. Good. Um, Yeah, and then you then you got you guys met. You came you came back. The three of you guys chatted. Um, your brain uh, link and my link was just about to fail, and then it did. Mm -hmm. And then you guys we are, thought. if I recall correctly, at that point in time, you just came up, went to a, a, a room, a different room because the they found me on the way to the roof. Yeah, mm -hmm. we listened like some creepers yeah. to Goss. Yeah, Can the air of Caneth and Caneth uh. and Felder. Talking about how they uh, can't, they love each other, but they can't be together, yada, yada, yada. Forbidden mm -hmm. love, forbidden. The tale of two houses. Precisely. Twelve houses. Mm -hmm. They're just making out. So. Don't be scratching under the thing. Did you play anywhere either? Ah, ah. I do have Quanti de Orion written down on here, too. I don't think we can that. That's who we just ran into outside of our room. Right. Her mm -hmm. and the Caneth. Merrick. So, Merrick yeah. the Caneth. Great time. Rashford was like, how I eat the Orient. <laughs> so, great time to pick pick back up. You guys you guys retreated, no longer mind-linked. Demisria found your room. You're right, this one was occupied with something. This one was apparently occupied with the star-crossed lovers. They can't be to, mm -hmm. to, together. You went up through this room, spent, you spent 10 minutes speaking with Mujarib for, for his idea about should we go into in, that anti-magic room for, for high stakes games or whatever else. Typical, he was no use. Precisely. Mm -hmm. um, you, you were re-upping the, the mind link and Annie, you wrote a letter to, um, to Eklund using your own ritual of sorts and sent it on the silver raven away. Mm -hmm. You guys then heard from outside, did Misria say something to to the effect of, of ah, Duke uh, Decaneth uh, and Baroness Dorian? So, so so good to see you this day. And you all three went, let's go check them out. So you open the door and, vroom, 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 kind of just 
Hey, must but be the money. <laughs> more or less ca- casually walked in. I believe I, I even said that it appeared that um, that that, that Demisia was sort of leaning against the door. Uh, um, so when you open it, she she sort of stumbled back and, and then oh, I'm sorry. May, may I introduce the guests, the guests of honor, Norman Earth and Lady Alexoria Fabura, and she bows and gestures to you three. At which point you're. Seven, seven feet from um, the Baroness de Orion and Duke de Cana that are standing side by side looking at you. Beyond them, you see a, a double, d- double doors here that were previously closed are, are now open as if that's where, where they had just come from. And you see inside, it's different than, than these two rooms were at least, and there's no beds, it just seems to be a general sitting area. There's nobody else inside of it right now, though there are people speckled all around here that could have seen fit throughout the, the night. Mm-hmm. Does anyone want to kick off something? Otherwise, I, I, I can begin uh, a conversation. Depends on how snappy you want to be, if you just want to bow and welcome Lady Orion, and Earth's gonna bow real low because we've had quite a few drinks. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Duke, good to see you again. Congratulations again, Earth, and you, Norman, on your conquest, your, your victory over my son. Though I suspect he had a much easier time, or you had a much easier time facing Tristan and Favara at the end rather than the beginning of this Coliseum vote. Even so, victory is victory, and uh, well-deserved, well-deserved. And you, Lady Anasori, good to see you again as well. Fantastic to see you. I quite look forward to your performance tonight. I hope to not disappoint. Lady Orion uh, smiles kindly and, and clearly allows um, Merrix, which I can now show you. Merrix the Kenneth. Mm-hmm. Seems like he's certainly good and used to making. Baroness Quanti to Orion, two, two dragon marks. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she smiles kindly and nods, um, clearly comfortable allowing Merrick's to sort of uh, speak loudly enough and boisterously enough for the, the, the two of them. She does, though, say, We have not had the honor of meeting until now. I am Baroness Conti Dorian, matriarch of House Orion. Thank you for I- introducing yourself, Friend Earth, and Norwin and Lady Anaxoria Aurora. Just standing this way. Just standing there. Nikolai, I, I, I hope he did not talk your ear off too much. Oh no, he was just fine. Misria says, actually, Orwin here is the one responsible for the bounty that you see outside. I'm sure you witnessed it through the windows of the sitting room. The whole estate magically transformed into the Feywild. She does some jazz hands there. Orion looks and says, my word, I did notice this. This is, uh, this must be quite a potent illusion, I take it. Uh, fairly, yes. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on not only your victory, but also having talents beyond simply beating up other people at those silly coliseum matches. America's not hurt. Silly coliseum matches! How else are we going to know which my magical implements would be most popular for the next season? 
dear thanks. You speak about your magical implements, like how a woman speaks about a dress and fine fashion. I can understand. I can understand. Good. At least we speak that similarly. <laughs> No, 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 no. I look, I look forward to your performance uh, t t tonight still. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, very soon, I do believe. Very good, very good. Well, I have not seen my son nor daughter for some time here, so I should, I should probably go find them and make sure they haven't found themselves in the corner with, with a bottle. <laughs> I believe I saw your son downstairs. You did? Thank you, my, my my friend, and he will move forward as if expecting you to to part for his yeah. considerable wake. Uh, um, and he, of all people, is actually looks exactly like this. He's wearing <coughs> his 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 resplendent armor that shines and, and shimmers and all sorts. And she is dressed very precisely, like mm -hmm. what you see there. As he kind of just walks forward. Not a very fast-moving fellow, especially because there's so many other people in this room, mm -hmm. and there you hear people immediately once they're past you, assuming you let them pass yeah. past you. Yeah, say, say, Duke, the Ganev, we have not seen you this day. Where, where have you been? So just for people of begin, it's impossible for people of this import, even more than yourselves, to walk through an area mm -hmm. without people at least calling hello and them doing their mm -hmm. pleasantries and whatnot. So unless. Uh, Anybody else wants to particularly do anything, these two will make their way. Hmm. Make my way. Okay. You see it. Wow. Oh, that's why. You see him lead the way and her follow in his wake. He will come directly to the to the stairs, knowing it's the, the quickest way down. She, however, continues directly through these doors here, which mm -hmm. then close behind her. I wonder if that was some sort of prison spell that they were trying to arrange, especially if Kenneth is one that makes things and always looking for victims to aid in escape, perhaps, like teleportation scroll. Well, it makes sense to me. I don't know why else they'd be needing to come close doors. I mean, going, I can think of one other thing, but there's no beds in there. Um, is, um, is this room at the end of the hall special in any way? Or is it just another meeting room? No special at all. This is simply a, a room with fine couches and chairs and some uh, liquor and, and tea, I believe. Mm. That's so. Is there a window on the other side that I can see? Uh, yes. Big, big window here mm -hmm. facing out this way. Mm. Which, if you look out, you see a lot of your splendiferous Feywild. You see paths. You see your uh, your waterfall and the stream that's sort of moving moving through it. Mm -hmm. um, but you also see in, a bit in the distance the um, theater that Celeria had pointed out um, two days prior now, where you'll be performing and Arsene will be performing for you. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, you probably already is at this point in time. And, uh, but that, that's pretty much what you see this way, the gardens and mm -hmm. the, the theater about okay. a few hundred yards away. Well, one might like absentmindedly walk in that direction and be like, I know the theater is just beyond there. 
Yes, precisely. The Pale Moon Theater. Mm-hmm. It, it has, has been in the Irtian estate for uh, several hundred years. Mm-hmm. Do you think the, the, um, the complex and I'm going and I'll, I'll continue to walk forward to just like look at the window essentially? I haven't. Mm-hmm. I will join them. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we get uh, the mystery team up in this direction for about a few seconds? Easily. And I will take her arm and lead her the opposite way. Oh my. And find the nearest noble person and be like, Who's this broad? Strike of conversation. <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> this is Madame. <laughs> this is the infiltrator you're looking for. Ah, ah mm-hmm. They're just going to hear me say, Do you have any dwarves for me? Do you want some? <laughs> yeah. Well, then they're gonna. Then they move on to this conversation. We are gonna end up. Oh God. Uh, Norman is assuming that there's nobody else in this room. Uh, Norman's gonna crouch down near one of these uh, plants over here, and we'll try to cast speak with. <coughs> Ooh, that's a one ca- one action casting time, right? Yeah, it's one action cast. Easy enough. Mm-hmm. Then go ahead and mark off that you cast speak with plants as you. See if anything comes of it. Weave your your hands <coughs> in an arcane way green threads like like a, a cat's cradle over your fingers that mm-hmm. you then just drape over it like a net it sinks in and you see the little shrub shudder the leaves move and then a few of them just randomly turn toward you slightly hello friends i will say after every question he asks just so i'm not interrupting mm-hmm. i am going to respond but quietly so it looks like he and i are talking but i won't actually be saying anything to him it's a good idea very smart. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Uh, so you, you just say, hello, friend. Hey, 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 wow, this is amazing. Wow, wow, wow. My extension is such a fancy thing. So. Wow. <laughs> They're all <laughs> on Wilson. Or on Wilson is what this, this, this plant is. Wow. Yeah. So, um, just curious if you, I know it's, it's a while ago, I'm not quite used to this, but I'm just curious if the, there's two that you are just, um, that would just, Occupying this room before me. Do you have any um, vague idea of what they would just overarching be talking about? Anything that you might have picked up? Hmm. As a plant, I don't really listen much. I understand. But it, it, it all just happened. I never, I never thought before about something that did, isn't happening right now. Mm-hmm. Nelly. Well, I, you know what? Yeah, this is the first time I've even talked. So, uh, but they, they were talking about a, about a, uh, working uh, together. Oh, this is, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, and and oh 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 my goodness they they, they were talking about a about a uh, 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 dumbass like dumbass out out uh, out uh, east oh. dumbass yeah. out east and uh, something about about clocks and works and uh, uh, bales and oh boy here I, you know what I don't even I don't I 
I, I don't think I understand language at all, but because uh, nothing that they said made any sense to me. Yeah, that is uh, perfectly sensible. All I needed to know then. Thank you very much. Is there anything I can do to make your, you know, situation more comfortable? Are you getting enough light, enough water, all that? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, where, where are you going? Oh, we're just going to, you know, stroll around and speak to your friends. Oh, you're gonna, just going to leave me here? <laughs> My own thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a few other friends with you here. Yeah. They don't talk to me. <laughs> uh, thanks. All, all of them in the 30-foot range is around normally. Oh, God. <laughs> it's it's all the plants, not just one. It's yeah, all of them? It's all plants around. Hey, right fuck you! Fucking <laughs> 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 hate you! <laughs> yeah, all, you, you, you plants within 30 feet of you with limited sentience. That's funny. I always imagine it's like, I imbue you with all the plants. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. You're the dumbass out east. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What's the <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure there was more, but, uh, huh. I don't know. Not bad. Sounds like fine. Thank you very much for your services. And now, something can be done. Alright. Well, looks like I'm working on some sort of. That's a good point. Would no one have any idea? No. Probably not. Because Stephen knows what they're probably working on. Um. You can make a history check. For you, the DC is pretty high. Alright. Because you are a druid, even if you're very well learned. That would be plus intelligence and not proficient, so that would be a 18. 18? Mm-hmm. Not really. You mm -hmm. suss out, as I'm sure you did, that dumbass out what he says probably Damas, D-A-M-A-S, mm -hmm. um, out east. But as far as working clocks, and, or clocks that, that, that work, Trail, uh, that's 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 pretty far outside your your house. Mm -hmm. ah. 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 No, something that's clocks and rails. Something. If I had to guess, I assume this isn't too far. Then he comes up to purview with lines of transportation. His purview is making that it might have something to do with transportation. But I don't know what that railing has anything to do with it. Whatever. Yeah, Whoa. So 24. Okay. Wow. So with a 24, not quite 25 where you would know a lot, but with 24, um, you would remember as a very, you haven't thought about it in like forever, but just him saying this, you kind of think and go, well, Damas, fuck you. I'm, I, I know that area. And you think and you remember one time, you were probably years old. Barely, barely remember this at all. Your father taking you near Damas. Um, they never, you guys never really went into the big city. It was always stuff outside that. Really clandestine um, things. And you saw this long centipede-like thing, vehicle, a wagon with no horses just moving on these rails, making all sorts of sound and noise. He said, that's the railway. So one of its kind. And he spoke to you that the Clockwork Accord exists in Damas. Old tinkerers playing with their toys, trying to 
build things to be better than a good than a good horse in a cart. He would slap his donkey's ass right there. Yeah. And say, I don't buy it. They're never going to be every everywhere. And plus, they they they, they cost a few a few platinum just to get on the dang thing. Mm-hmm. And by a few, I mean upwards of, of ten. <laughs> you don't have that kind of money, Andy. So don't, don't get your eyes too big. Oddly, one of the one of the fonder memories that you have is it was such a all this world thing. All the caravans you guys traveled with, just people and horses and and, and oxen and can and, and camping from place to place. But to see this just making its way was a pretty outrageous thing. I would recount that. Okay. In your mind, I'm assuming. Yep. So they're trying to build one here. That doesn't seem evil. Well, can I just kind of tease in line with what they they asked us? Okay. Or maybe it's Orion's way of reaching their hands outside the Twin City. I don't think we're even allowed to do that. Well, really. we kind of have to. But if they have to make a clockwork accord, if they have to strike a deal with the clockwork accord of Damas, then I don't know sure. what all the Dragon Mark rules are. I mean, if you think about it, the Lorandrons, uh, just, you know, stolen their via air travel, but they also had to learn national it's not necessarily out of their purview to make, you know, transportation. I mean, you can't do much transportation in a single city. That's my thought is if, but if the Clockwork Accord wanted to have a train come here, mm-hmm. they would have to deal with House Orion. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. Or whatever else they're trying to get it to, but yeah. again, it sounds like it's too massive. We're also assuming a lot here. We are. Hey, I'm still alive, though. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to back away as quick as I can so I don't have to listen to their screams as they lose sentience. Unless they stayed like that. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's when I cast it. It's just the plant. You'll never know. Okay. <laughs> once once you leave, they just go, No, don't leave. It's all over How long is it last? Because then could you give them a heads minutes. up? Yeah, because then you could be like, Hey, the people coming in this room, tell me what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what if he goes too far away? Do they? They talked about, you know. Uh-huh. I don't know. Magic. Concentration too, which is weird. So, yeah, it doesn't. <clears throat> it just it takes <laughs> the last ten minutes. You can be plants within thirty feet of you, and I take it that it's just those plants. It doesn't follow. Oh, it's just yeah. those plants. So within thirty feet. So every oh. plant around here now has sentience for ten ten minutes. But they can only speak with people who speak plant, like mm-hmm. you, I think. That makes sense. They might move They communicate with you and yeah. follow your simple commands, so yeah. they can't talk to anybody else. Like, wow, that guy there was just talking to me about some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> they can't do that. Say, I killed it and enjoyed this time. Off we go. Okay, what's next? Weird. That's a weird. As you're now um, introduced to the third bubble thus far, who's Asking, oh, they let you keep your your sword, I see. Very nice, very nice. I'm, I'm sure it's all part of the ensemble, yes? Sure, let's go with that. Oh, well, well. Uh, where have you been? Where have you, you, you seen yourself in the world? I'm sure a man like you is well-traveled. 
Oh, man, we've been all over from Feywild to the Shadowfell. I mean, performance starting soon will probably tell the whole story a lot better than I could. Well, then don't spoil it for me. Don't spoil it for me. I don't mind spoilers. So it's that sort of trouble. Gotcha. You guys, you guys turn on herbs, kill all of them. Just stand there. That's actually all those voices were as in his hand. <laughs> Don't spoil it! Don't, Don't spoil, spoil it! guys. <laughs> no, I told you guys that. I got lonely. Norwin? Er. Why'd you make Norlin? Norwin the lady. <laughs> Why do I have my own earth? Or wait, was that you? <laughs> No, 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 Annie. I'm you. I'm you. <laughs> Mine's totally shattered. Uh, you know, I'm not even going to have you make a check because he wasn't being super surreptitious about it, but you do see um, Vincent Deca- or Can- Vincent Caniff, um leaving this, this room of... of while they're having this conversation here, and you're over here chatting with your second noble, you do see him just come out of the room, nod to some people, make chit chat, and just just like, sorry, I I have somewhere to be. I apologize. Next time, next time, and he makes his way um this direction as well toward the stairs. So at that point in time, you guys are here, and what do you do? save that until maybe after the performance. Ah, yeah, it'll be some time after the performance, won't it? I mean, it doesn't close the evening, does it? What, no, what time would you mean? want it to close the evening. It'd be like 9-ish, 10-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Good idea. Good idea, good idea. I could use some air. No, I don't think it's an air. I've had plenty of I could use some air. Okay. My lady. And I'll give her a firm slap on the behind. <laughs> God! <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Uh, yes, uh, air. Air would be great for everyone. <laughs> She's sort of fanning herself now with her hand. Wrong kind of terrier! <laughs> As you folks exit here, you come in- into this room here, which many have um, departed at-, at this point in time, it seems. The door here to this ma- magic room is currently open. Precisely, so it's not a guaranteed thing. It only opens because it has to be completely sealed, so you can't just have people coming in and out. Yeah, exactly, an airlock. So from your current vantage point, as you look in, you see uh, um, Quinton and Lancaster in there. And as you were walking past, stand right there still, you you would have seen um, the younger Deneth heir as well. Though I think. who was that with him? Was that you under the outside, Deneth Or was that, that you guys? Well, I did a little bit before I talked Trenton? to the, the assassin and Elkaris, but Annie's he the only one that really talked to him. Yeah. That's yeah. right. He was like, the Mine was like a passing, like, nope, don't talk time for a game. And it ran past him. Yep. I think he was the one hanging out with with, with, with Elspeth and Elspeth yes. as being regaled yes. by yes. Rialgo. So yes, yes. you had the most rational. Yeah. 
So you you would see his face, and there's people next to him, but just as you're passing by here, the doors are, are, are open, and there's a plenty of chatter um, going on from within right right now. Um, again, that's just the view that you get from walking past, and you see that um, it is open, and Hezria says, ah, well, I can take you to get your, your, get your fresh air, but this door is only open on the every half hour or hour or so, depending on how long the game takes. And by my estimation, the performance will be beginning somewhat soon. So if you have any interest trying your hand at cards, uh, now would be the time. I, I'm not sure if there will be openings afterwards. But of course, I am, I am more than happy to, to, to bring you to the upstairs and she will continue the moment to walk. We could divide and conquer with this last little bit of time. You want to go in? If you go in, do we all lose our link? Uh, this one's not a concentration, so probably not. Okay. For what it's worth, before you make this decision, perhaps, which mm -hmm. you also see what you see in this room right now, you see that the two civis over here playing playing cards, mm -hmm. you also see Trellum sitting at a table oh, with... Sure. We should be careful of what we think about. Mm -hmm. Sitting at a table with with Lara Tarasco. Mm -hmm. um, there's nobody else at that. This one over here is, is full of people playing cards. This is full of people. Just know nobody else super note at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. But these two are here alone at this, this table, appearing to be relatively, um, it seems like they may have been in conversation, which then um, stopped once um, Misrio was talking about, ah, blah, 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 blah. then they sort of turn and look. You have to give me some coin, but yeah, I might go try my luck. I mean, Alondra does love me. What can I say? Sounds good, and I am going to Careful what you think. Uh, As I gesture behind you, 100 gold? Yep. Perfect. Just know that that may not get you very, very far in the game. That is all, my friend. Okay, uh, who else would, would like to go up upstairs? I'll go upstairs. Yeah, I'm just Okay, very good. Mm -hmm. uh, um, so, to show the rest of the room here, or as you, I take it, walk in. Mm -hmm. Move the whole world just to get you in there. As you stat stop in, oh boy, you have quite the who's who of, of people in here. You do have a Lancaster, Quentin, Trenton, Bennett, Pierre. This is Lavandar, right? Or yes. You, yes. Oh, yeah. Quentin okay. Lavandar. The younger brother. The brother, yep. Yeah. Um, Baron Therash, who I don't believe you have met yet. yet. And a, and a young woman over here. Um, this seat is open. The dealer is sitting, excuse me, is, is sitting here. And that's about it. Um, I'm going to go over there. Okay. I, I, I point her out because as you step in, um, you notice, first thing you notice is, but, but 
Um, the Vidal's is not in here. She thought maybe he would be, but he's, mm -hmm. he's not. Nope. He's, he's, not he's not here. Um, she has a quite a stack of silver plates before her. If you remember, most people here aren't exchanging. There's no silver, no gold being exchanged. It's all platinum, and besides more than platinum, far more than that than platinum, mm -hmm. it's a gold plate stamped with certain amounts. Mm -hmm. So we're talking, a, or I'm sorry, a silver plate stamped with a certain amount with, mm -hmm. with the Irritane crest. And before Annie, Annie and Norman get too far, you can see that she has in, in front of, of her uh, quite a hefty stack, and the others are, are all put, putting um, their stacks forward right now as well. Well, and just a quick glance at the amounts we're talking about here, they're they're putting upwards of four thousand minimum on the on the table to play. She has approximately five to six times that in, in stacks. So as you as you step in and see that, you can continue to walk in, nope. do whatever you want to. Because I mean, I would be there for two seconds. Like, so. If that, yeah. I'm here to see if they'd let you buy. Yeah, you thing. know what, Margaret. I'm in the room. Yep. Right. Okay, you step in, see that, and for, for what it's worth, as you step in, uh, many heads turn. Lancaster goes, oh, I saw you at the beginning of the night, and I'm seeing you at the end of the night. My dear boy, come in, come in, come in. Anywhere where I can hide from those insufferable nobles, am I right? Oh, they're, they're the worst, aren't they? <laughs> Looking around, and they, they all kind of laugh. <laughs> Very much gives you an old boys club vibe. Right mm -hmm. here, you know, like these are it is the old boys. In fact, you see a box of open cigars. Um, Thrash, who again, you don't know who he is at the moment in time, he's over there striking and laying a, a cigar. The only non male here is this young lady over here with his fat, fat, fat stacks of cash. Um, smell cigars and smoke, and they laugh. Um, Thrash. Uh, says uh, this guy is guy, guy here is, 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 it says yeah, yeah, where's your friend the uh, the 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 boy uh the the human boy is he with you uh I was ho ho hoping to to catch his ear one more time tonight before the night's over oh I'm sure he's around I think he was just stepping up to get some air oh those druids and their air they all need air <laughs> mm -hmm. well well come come sit 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 um Dennis says says this guy here who you do know says on the con on the contrary i was never able to have my long-awaited conversation with Ugh. a soldier like you must know your way around a deck of cards no spot next to me is open if you have the coin to spare you know what i'll even even spot you your first 10 uh, 10 and ampies. <laughs> Ooh, well i <laughs> <laughs> i mean Obviously, I gotta go with that, so. But I'm just trying to think of how I want to phrase this. Uh, and you know, I was gonna go sit next to the young lady that looks like she's the only one at the table that knows how to play, but I can't say no to such generosity. So I will pull out the chair and <laughs> pop up as he says that and throw down <laughs> my measly 10 platinum. <laughs> <laughs> and get comfy. <laughs> The other guy says, "says don't don't try to pay the man to play with you, Trenton. It's just deplorable." Then he sees you. Then you say, "Say that," kind of cutting him off, and he goes, "Well, that's a little bit rude." And then you throw down your ten plant, <laughs> and they all kind of get a little bit quiet. And then um, Dennis says, "It's manners, dear Baron. Uh, 
And I've paid people far more for far less than a simple conversation, as he looks at your tent. And uh, Lancaster laughs and says, laughs and says, well, it looks like he could only afford the first tenante anyways, my friend. You're going to double your money just by having a seat in that in that chair. Well, you'll lose a dollar, of course, every day. But still, but still. Um, the dealer sort of looks at the, at the you know, pile and one of them rolls kind of towards him and, <laughs> and he looks at them and goes, I don't have a place for you, my friend. And he quick, quickly, very deftly, stacks them all up and pops. Or no, actually, it's not true. Uh, no, that's not true. He takes them and he exchanges them for these little clay discs, these chips. And he does that for everybody else's stacks. They they push forward an amount of their stacks and he's pulling out tons and tons. You get literally, oh, you said 100 gold? Mm-hmm. 10 platinum. Okay, yeah, ten platinums. You get ten chips. So one platinum is the, is the lowest. That that's that's like your standard white chip. Everybody else is getting different different colored chips that you see. Now there's a little sign I found. They're saying worth fifty gold, a hundred gold, five hundred gold, and one thousand gold. So ten, fifty, uh, one hundred, five hundred, and one one thousand out of the five colors here. Mm-hmm. Um, she cashes she cashes in ten thousand worth and gets uh, an amount of that sitting there. So, with that all said, um, you have a seat. And uh, since let's move on to you two, actually, for, for now, if you're, you're okay with that. Totally. You guys are, um, okay, well, Earth's going in. And okay. you two are making your way upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Following the Israel. Yeah, is it this way or this way? We have to go, or that one over there. It is this one over here. Oh, yeah, on the table. Mm-hmm. Just walk right over it. So as you go up the stairs, you will arrive. Transported magically by walking. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Now we didn't have to pay the Oreos. <laughs> Wish they'd seal that fucking door already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose it probably isn't anti magic in there until they shut the door, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you would have been able to talk to them, and you guys, if there's any last words before they shut the door, you have a couple minutes. Yeah, I guess just give me a heads up. So you guys find yourselves upstairs now on the top, which means it immediately gets a bit more brisk and, and cold up here. And there are just some nobles milling, milling around. And there is some somebody here serving drinks, mostly hot drinks up, up, up here. Mm-hmm. Um, teas, hot hot toddies, whiskey, and like a Willemeyer flask, just with, with, with a magical flame burning mm-hmm. underneath it. And she's, and Divisia sort of almost herself up a bit, even though it is considerably warmer over here than mm-hmm. it is when you guys are flying up, it's still a bit chilly. Mm-hmm. So, ah, welcome, welcome to Viruf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's a bounty of beautiful plants and hedges here, and you can see, actually, from your current vantage point, you would have a, quite a view of, of everything all over and around you. Mm-hmm. So I can go ahead and, at this point, I would say I can go ahead and open up the entirety of this floor here. Do you think a little fire in my hand would be rude? 
think so. Mm. Have you ever had an apple cider? Ten? No. Neither. <laughs> well, I hope they have it. I'm going to go ask for how that apple cider at the bar. Okay. He says, now, do you do you mean simply a hot apple cider or the hot apple cider with a bit of something else in it, eh? Just hot apple cider. It's a simple kind. He takes some apple cider and puts with it with whipped cream, yes. Whipped cream? It's milk. I'm familiar with it, but then I have milk, milk cream, milk whipped cream up here. Uh, look into it. It's perfect. It's beautiful. Whipped cream on drink, yes? Yes. Well, this seems like an odd thing to me, but uh, I, I, I will take the lady's word and I will add to my repertoire. I will go on to Google. Yeah, I, yeah. Google. <laughs> the Google Arcana. The Google Arcana. <laughs> the Arcane Congress of Google. Um, he will produce a, a hot apple cider for you. some sort, you see these glowing lines around him and he'll just <laughs> into a star-shaped pattern and the people up here just look up and go whoa, that he then holds his fist and pulls and it all comes straight down and like, ah! and then it hits the ground <laughs> slashes around tandem warm, melts, melts what little bit of snow <clears throat> gathered here that doesn't burn, just makes you nice and, and, and warm and makes this cool pattern that like lights up on the ground right there. That's very good, very good. Well, I'm glad you're entertaining you all right now. <laughs> and mostly it just seems like he's gathered um, people that like to see his, for lack of a better word, parlor tricks. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Do you want to talk to him? Is it, is it 
actually a fellow, as, as you call him, which is an apt description, I, I would think, is, uh, well, he goes by Commodore Guff, though I'm not sure uh, where Commodore comes from. Um, but you know, he goes by Com Commodore Guff. He is a, a, a powerful practitioner of the arcane arts, uh, perhaps despite, well, I would say do not let his antics here fool you, but at the same time, I imagine that this is actually a quite an, an impressive feat that he, he can do for hours upon a time. But he is a member, he, he is a, an, an instructor at the Margrave University in the Cliptop District. He, he is also a lead member of the Arcane Palanay and holds seat of honor at the Arcane Congress, much like Harkus downstairs. Hmm. He has single-handedly, single in, in the past uh, 50 years or so, I don't want to say single-handedly, but he has been instrumental in the past 50 years or so at progressing magical arts to, to the Arcane Congress's entire purpose is to take what exists in magic and make it better. The tools the Majorites use to, to, today, uh, opening doors, locking doors, alarms, containing with flames and the such, uh, these are the arcane, arcane congress are the folk that can take these longer ritual spells and they've found ways to make them more efficient to do things that others can do if they have the the power and the talent to do so hmm. he is on the cutting edge of what you might call uh, arcane technology arcane arts spellcraft creation and such <laughs> and his head literally pops like and he goes ho 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 ah, his head kind of comes down people are like oh my goodness he just splashes against the entire rook here and then like sparks <laughs> hey put that up damn it There's not many people up here, despite all of the actions he's doing. There's maybe a grand, grand total of 10 to 15 other people up here in, to in, in, in total. The entire rooftop, only about seven around him. Everybody in the ballroom below can see the fireworks, though, right? Is that what this is? Precisely. Oh, okay. Precisely. Yeah. So, and not the ballroom, that would be the second floor. Oh, okay. There. So, not everybody can, can see it, but a good number. Gotcha. Of really, it's just this center. But flashing up, the people outside can see all the people still w walking the grounds and whatnot. But Norna and Annie, y you two approach, uh, are you approaching side by side, or Annie letting him take the lead? Are you walking arm in arm? How are you guys approaching? We'll walk arm in arm. Okay, you approach the man. He does not give you any heed at this moment in, in time. To him, you're just two other noble sorts that have, have walked up, and he seems to be manifesting his next piece of, of arcanas. He is weaving very, very elaborate symbols here. Like Doctor Strange style, multiple arms coming mm -hmm. like that. Make a griffin. Hmm? Make a griffin. A griffin? A griffin? <laughs> you seen what I've been doing today? A griffin is easy. <laughs> 
goes over, arcing over like pretty far, <laughs> and then <laughs> it turns and it's just leaving a stardust in its path. And you see a griffin that he is like manipulating. And it's coming. Every flap of its wings sends stardust sparks flying through. It's coming right, right back to the people here as it skids to a halt. <laughs> harmlessly passing through people that can't get out of the way fast enough. Mm -hmm. It comes up to a halt right up by you, leaving like a little fiery trail that that peters up behind it, and just... (laughs) (laughs) His name was Chai. (laughs) Any requests, my dear? A dragon. A dragon? I already did that one many times, but sure, why not? Like a cauldron, he's stirring. People that are in the know step back a bit here. Oh, I done this one too much. It's getting a little bit. Boom! <laughs> he breathes an enormous fifty-foot-high gout of flame that just from it rising like a fence from the ashes. A red dragon made of rainbow sparkles. I say red, I don't want to say red. A dragon made of sparkles and rainbow colors that flies up a bit and then lands on top here. Tink, tink, tink. Turns around. Serpentine like head, tail whipping back and forth. It rears on its back legs. My top hat appears on it and a cane and it goes as it comes off the roof and then falls with the big rainbow explosion off the side. I'm not gonna lie, that one actually takes some some out of me as you see some a lot of sweat brewing at him right now. It's cute, but not accurate. No more requests from you, no more requests from you. Anything for you, little boy. Bunnies? Don't you have plenty already? Have you checked your pocket? As you kind of go, no bunny, you just like hold open your thing and one pops out and another one and illusory bloats. Bunnies just start (laughs) popping out of you to the the point where there's 12 of them just surrounding you all looking up at you. <laughs> I have become God. So they just kind of, and people are just laughing at these these illusions, which, as they didn't feel like like, like anything to you, so you know that it's very illusory stuff, um, mm-hmm. but a pretty advanced illusory thing. And these fireworks were clearly not entirely illusory because if it's real, the sparks were, were real. So there's mm-hmm. some combination of major crap here, I think. But for this, it is purely illusory. Rabbits are popping out and land all around you. Look up at you. We've got adorable. One of them. One of them says. <laughs> you know what? It's okay. You, you be you, little rabbit. Yeah. I'll be me. You be you. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> they all just go away. And then the last, the last one, the last one says, "Not like this." <laughs> Been kinder to them, my friend. And you, any any requests going on? Yeah, you guys are nothing to him. He's 
goes mm -hmm. on to the no, next person taking fine. more requests. Not that you can't speak with him, I'm just, mm -hmm. he, he clearly doesn't know who you are. Yeah, if he does, okay. he doesn't care. Yeah. Just continues doing little manipulations. A little bit smaller now, because the few of those ones did, did take a, a lot out of him. Um, he begins to do some smaller illusions, producing flowers from his sleeves. <laughs> he hands them to them, and they're real flowers, actually. And you uh, realize just with your passive perceptions and stuff that he actually does do a lot of sleight of hand stuff. Mm -hmm. Like these are real plastic flowers that he he he, per he produces and hands to her, and he seems to have pocket dimensions where he has things hidden, so he's cheating with with, with very minor real magic uh, to do yeah. things that make it look like he's just constantly chugging out insane feats, but mm -hmm. they're probably not. Mm -hmm. But a lot of his feats are very outstanding, very much a showmanship. He goes, well, if there's any interest in uh, seeing more of my of my work and understand this is just a small part of what I do. So he lifts up his hand, you see the, the sleeves come down. This man is, is very, very you know skinny. But his arms have many scars on them, them still white, not not fresh, just white scars that showing that that there has been some sort of a past to, to, to this storied mm -hmm. individual. Enrolled in my classes at the Morville University? Or, well, we're always looking for fun. And he kind of goes into a brief, slightly more serious um, discussion about uh, funding and how important it is to further things and um, magic began with pe people that couldn't do more than light a candle and with the work of the arcane congress over a thousand more and more and more years it's it's come into the things that he has done here and whoever did this fantastical garden around you uh, magic like magic like that was completely unheard of 1500 years ago unheard of by the comic book and now look you walk in it. If I can find who who did this, oh, I'll, I'll have to pick their minds. Excuse me, miss. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking here. So, <laughs> if, if there was any that you're, you're unless you're looking to, uh, no, I'm sorry? the one who cast it. Oh, you know, you know the one who cast it. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. You've been. He is the one who cast it. That was a vicious mockery. <laughs> 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 Why can't I hit people? Yeah. <laughs> and, you, was like, so. and he didn't mean it, but it came out. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, that was an average of 10 points of psychic damage to me. Well, very pleasant to meet, meet, meet you. Uh, I have literally never seen before in my life. That's all right, I hadn't seen you either. You truly did something like this with a... Uh, a a, a tool, an, an implement, your your staff, or perhaps a scroll of sorts? Uh, no, just, just the Mirage, the Mirage Arcane. Hmm, Mirage Arcane. Wait, no, for, no. For real? Mm hmm. A Mirage Ar Ar Arcane. Yeah, yep, that's how you pronounce it. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. I have no idea what it was. I couldn't even cast it. <laughs> but I don't know any who, who could, even, even, even me. <laughs> You being true. humble, he can cast it once every few days. Well, yes, but I mean, I couldn't recast it right now because I just did it like drowned here. Yep. Yeah. Kind of looks you up and down. Uh, May I? Uh, sure. He dispels magic on, on you, and nothing changes. And he, he's like, 
truly a 25-year-old boy. Oh? <laughs> <laughs> this is what he goes. <laughs> Sorry, when you are 87, like like me, you all look, look the same. Uh, ni- 19. People are kind of like all the military are like looking back and forth like, oh, well. Oh, you can do. He, he did all this. I mean, your things go instantly. He did all of this. And it's like... <laughs> That's not a bad thing, one one that says. That, 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 they all, all sort of laugh. And, you know. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you, you can have your call. What good is it? Without a mouth. Mm-hmm. Weirdest dude, the, the Matrix fucking up for some watch that when his mm-hmm. mouth begins to melt. Mm-hmm. He just goes, Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Yeah, not, not a problem. I too could cast Spellcraft of the Seventh Circle when I was uh, uh, below, 20, below 20 years of age. Sure, 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 sure. Yep, yep, yep. Cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> Like, can you do this? And he drew and crafts some flowers. Where? I do some druidic things, and I have a book that helps me do some of those. A druid? That mm-hmm. experience. It comes easier to druids, folks. Easier to, to druids, but not 19 year olds. Are you by, by, uh, uh, by any no chance? No more questions. Are you by any chance a a a two hundred to eight hundred year old druid that just looks like a nineteen year old? I know it happens at a certain time, a certain point. No, okay. I've met his family. He's actually nineteen. Yeah. Mm. Um, nope. I'm not not one to to question. Arcane gifts that go beyond understanding. But technically, his are his are divine folk. He just has to beg for something. I learned mine from knowledge. People are like, eh, yeah, but I mean, his actually something better to me. <laughs> no knowledge, do you everything. Just a win. Dust and cobwebs come out. He just goes. You can't learn what he knows, but you can only learn what I know. By the Morgrave University, the Arcane Congress, one day, hopefully in, in, in my lifetime, and if not in my lifetime, then his lifetime for sure, we will continue paving the way for Arcane Arts to find their new ease of use. One day, you, and you, and even you, might learn Spellcraft. I know Spellcraft. Yes, yes, all tieflings can, can can do a certain this and that. Make your voice louder and, and all of this. Yes, 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 yes. Do you enjoy dancing? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not much of a dancer m- m- myself, and I don't uh, cut a rug but back in my, my youth. <laughs> Keep talking and I'll help you learn a little bit better. Ooh, we're like, ooh. Well, I, I don't want to uh, impose. Uh uh-uh. uh. Go back. Oh. Down, bruh. Lay down. The Commodore. Well, be that as it may. Apparently, spellcraft is becoming easier. Or look at what the Arcane Conks has already done. 19 year old can do all of this. A 
young girl can do spells. <laughs> can do spells. <laughs> it wasn't very specific. It's for dancing, which I don't, I don't want to dance. So, uh, again, your funding is useful. Legacy is planting seeds in the ground to a forest that you don't see. That is what we're looking for. And that's what the Arcane Congress exists for. Well, thank you for your for your time, and I will see you all on your on your way out. <laughs> and the little crown spinning with sparks and fire just kind of comes and spins around your horns, giving you a very Lucifer-esque spinning fire crowns sort of look. <laughs> Bunny's crown of place. Accurate. He bows and people people get given a slight applause some when he uh, looks gives you both a bit, bit of a look and says huh. if you're ever in the city for an extended period of time, come by the, the Morgan Institute. I'd be interested in, in learning more about where you learned uh, Mirage Arcana, whatever things that you can do, even as a druid, I'm sure that they also There's probably something that you can do. You know, Arcana, I know it's a different kind of methodology for casting. I mean, apparently, you know, I, I can only cast traditionally from the not all my, like, you know, ritual book. Oh, may I? something you're not sure and from his pockets come a piece of bone and a piece of 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 of, of ivory mm-hmm. and he just blinks and they shatter <laughs> a piece of history here yeah calorel il looks well, well it looks like it's seen better better days and he mendings it. Not restoring anything mm-hmm. to it, just making the front look nicer and everything. Uh, there's a lot of history in this book mm-hmm. you have here. It would be of most interest to know how you came upon it. Okay. He curls up expertly and says, come see me if you ever want to learn more. I'd love to. Questions for you. Legend lore? Is that what all the other things are we discussed at one time? Mm-hmm. Legend lore? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You are familiar with the legend lore, Barbara? I have scrolls. Ah, scrolls, of course. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't know that one myself, but yes, I was lucky and stumbled upon it. Well, we can't all be Madonnas. So. Precisely, that's that's the that's the highest um, power of their dragon mark. Of course, not all Medanis have a dragon mark. For those that those that do, an unbelievably small proportion of them have the ability to get to the fifth level of dragon mark. But those that do, legend lore is what their mark greets them with. Some power, I'm sure, from unbelievable times ago, from dragons or primordial forces, whatever you choose to believe. That is a good thing to keep in mind. Thank you. If you're friends with the Madani and they want to ha- hand over the stuff, of course, you can always go to a Madani conclave and they'll 
cast it uh, for you if you bring something of, of interest and mm. you, you have upwards of 10,000 gold to, to spare. Mm. Thankfully, Gamikonga is a place I would never want to go. Oh. Personally. It's not fun, is it? You never know what, what, what they're doing up here. There's they always... They know what you're doing up there, though. <laughs> That's why... Nobody knows what I'm thinking. Hey, point time. Change, changes his face. Does this, his face turns 180 degrees, he spins it, and it goes, he blows, where his face goes through you, ah, is it spinning? No. Squeeze his fingers, he has no face right now. Then they hit him. My beard. Fucking grills that back. And you can learn such tricks too. He gives you a wink, like knowing not what he was to do. Well, with, with that, I think uh, soon I'm, I'm supposed to, to guide the folks to, the, to their performance, whoever is giving that on. Yes, okay. it will be. Do you, do you just point at each other about everything? Well, this happens to be that we are talking and this happens to be the other ones we were killing. If you ever start talking about people who were killed in mass, that would be our other friend. We would point to him, but he's not with us right now. Noted. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Well, I apologize for my initial blunder, and I understand fully that you must know spellcraft. A bard, yes, a true bard, not a musician, not a soothsayer, so I told you a true bard. I am most interested to hear what stories you have for us tonight. Try to not disappoint. Very good. Well, as I said, I will see you all as we depart. And he just comes up, steps, steps on the edge, and jumps. People are like, "What?" And they turn, they they run over to look, and he just <sighs> feather falls his way down. Then I'm just curious where I got this. Did <laughs> <laughs> you do it? Yeah. There there big go. one, the three. Everyone's like. <laughs> he, just, back. <laughs> yeah. he just looks up at you as you can kind of look down at him for a second. He goes, <laughs> Only one today. Tell him to accept my offer. And then I he will. Turn and makes his way to the spot. Oh, I, I assume these conversations. Who are you wearing? Conversations. Yeah, exactly. Who are you wearing comes up a it's lot. It's a coat. I mean, <laughs> I mean we haven't killed anybody. That's not the best. Soon to be your flesh, old, old man. It's made of cloth. I see it's, I, as I see your skin's already coming off you. It'll be easy. Uh, do I still have blood on me? Seriously? <laughs> I'm always here. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Oh, yeah. I'd be curious to see how that in you guys chat amongst yourselves to, yeah. to you guys chat amongst yourselves to resolve this that. encounter. You two chat amongst yourselves okay. to resolve this. <laughs> I'll be right back. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can talk in our heads to each other anymore. You can dispel magic on you. It would have to dispel magic to only third level. Okay. And so he would have had to roll high enough to do that. And does he have to choose an effect, or does uh, it just any? I think it's 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 any, but he very deliberately did not care about anything except for disguise self or mm-hmm. illusory magic. So you're, you're fine. So okay. you two 
still have the bond. Am I sealed away yet, or could I still hear them? Um, you will be sealed away by this time. Okay. So if you wanted to, during that, send the quick. Oh God! Oh, no, yeah. No, you. I don't know how it's going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Probably quite well. Sure. Worst case scenario, you lose 100 gold. Yep. Or you can pop there and make it. Actually, tell you what happened. I'm gonna say. Regardless of how the game's going, I'm gonna be like, hey, I'll make a bet with you. Bet you a hundred platinum there's gonna be two real worried folks outside that door when they open it. Biting their nails and about to shit themselves. And well, the last thing I say before I close the door is, I'm going to fucking murder every single one of these people in this room. Close the door. You guys fairly quickly try to resolve a conversation here to see what the hell is going on up there. Down, down there, I should say. So you guys are still mildly enough for you to speak. Uh-uh. Go ahead out. I thought I was just gonna like roll and be like, you got seven. Okay, you lose. <laughs> you lose. But seven's a lucky. That's true, I think. That's my bad. Okay, I, 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 you, are you two finished? Just so yeah, I we're finished. Okay, yep. I just wanna make sure. So, as you are invited, to enter, you take your seat um, here, it seems. Yes, yes. Right there. Uh, your, your 10 platinum are accepted. Um, you are given your 10 chips. Tina stacks on everybody else. Everyone's kind of like, some people are, just, no one's really like, <laughs> because they're just like, okay, well. Well, he's playing game right? with us. You're take, taking a my first year taking gala. I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Exactly. <laughs> um, Trenton, uh, Trenton, Denneth does spot you your first ten antes, and well, what what you learn fairly quickly is um, yeah, <laughs> is that the, the ante is ten gold. A hundred gold is the big big blind. Uh, Fifty gold is the little blind. Just to so it's called Scarlet Poker. So, while we're just gonna do like one or two hands, just for the hell of it to see if you actually. I like, yeah, no, to like actually just progress how I would read. Yep, and I'm sure that there, there will be conversation will come as you are locked in there, as the door doesn't need closed with the, nobody else taking the seat. It seems like the viewpoint, like people have come have come in to see if there are any spots open, but once they see who's all in there, they're like, "Oh, just go." The, amount, the people that are in here, the amount of money that's that's in here, mm -hmm. they just excuse themselves. So this seat stays open as the doors close, and the dealer places his hands on, on the table, and runes carved throughout the whole room, like right where the door closes, the seam is, and the seam essentially goes away. And the rune flares up, and then the whole there's one here, 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 and they all at once, <laughs> one on the ceiling, <laughs> one on the floor, <laughs> and there's a sudden wave that goes through you, and you are instantly void of all magical things. It's a very odd feeling. Magic suffuses the world itself, and for right now, you are 
separated from the weave of magic itself. Blood's voice does not come to you. Okay. I was like, he's not like freaking out. Like, he's not freaking out. No. He, he couldn't he if he wanted to. Okay. He is essentially right now a piece of Enjoy your nap, buddy. That's what I'm going to say before he goes I don't know if I like this. So, empty 10 gold. Deneth tosses in one one chip for you, so every everybody tosses in a chip. And, um... Play, play a little uh, hand here. So since you were Andy, but didn't have to pay a, a, a blind, we'll have to start here. Um, she tosses in her 50. Um, 50 he, tosses, he tosses in her, her his one, 100. Yeah, you have to make... So I make some money these first It'll hands. literally be your one hand, <laughs> yeah. if that's what you have. So they quickly just toss in their hand. It seems like um, there is actually a timer. Every time that somebody calls, they touch a symbol on the table and a little um, 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 hourglass on a um, hinge, a pivot, will flip automatically. It seems to be a, a somewhat of a, very, of a fairly rapid time limit to how long each stage thing can be here. Considering you only have a hundred, which is just enough to play one hand, no one's going to raise this raise this one. So everybody just th throw down your, your cards um, because you can't raise or anything and they're just they want to in enjoy your company gotcha. at this point in time. So go ahead and throw down your, your cards. This was my one to make money on. Exactly. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. So we have four, five, six right here. Everybody, you know, they're being polite, but also like, you know, about this guy, like, you know. Oh, I'm sorry, do magic items not play? And I'm gonna throw the, the ring of roses on the table. Um, what is this? Dennis says. Oh, it's a magical ring that can summon a whip. Or make a flower. Do a bunch of other things, but it's Show me. handy. Show me. I can't in this room. No, shit. You're right. This this girl here just goes. You go, this, uh, Kenneth, Kenneth, pointing to to, to her. Uh, is this is this what he was this what he says? She looks up. Says, I don't have my magic here. I should be fairly clear. And this is I'll give you the first view and you can rotate it and as you you choose. Some folks are a bit slow, my lady. Let them catch up. <laughs> I could just throw here, here, my left shoe in, in the cen center and, and say it. Call me a liar, Dennis? I would never. No, it wasn't. Sorry, it was, Dennis, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lancaster no, is no. looking, looking, looking. I'll believe, I'll believe, believe the man. Quentin's quiet, thrash is sort of looking at you with a smile. And Kenneth, girl, says, I'll give it a value. I'll say it's worth 500 gold. Do you, do you agree with this? A bit generous, my lady. I think I value it around three from my experience with magical implements. Let, let's cut the difference and say 400. If these funny dummies can agree to this. They all go, sure. 400 of them is chump change. 
it's of four. It's four of the smallest chips, or not? That's not quite true, but it's mm -hmm. relatively chunkage for them. So they toss in. So now it is four hundred for everybody except for, for yours. Do you have anything else you want to throw in the, the center of, of the table? How, how, about, how about that big thing on your back, my friend? I don't think you can handle it. Lancaster's like, well, I'm not the sword-wielding type, but uh, it looks like it could have fetched a, a pretty penny. Nope. It's worthless, believe it or not. Worthless? Wait, priceless? Bennett says, yes, 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 let's not take the man's sword. It's how he does his business. My goodness, you take a Denneth's man, man's sword and you want to be on, on the wrong side. And the Thrash says, I don't believe I've ever seen you wield a sword, Trenton. <laughs> she, she says, let's just get to the bottom of this hand, shall we? Then we can talk about Sir Dennis' experience in the war front. <laughs> so immediately, uh, these two are looking the best right now, just based on the possibility of a flush. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which oh. they now have a flush. Uh-uh. No. Crazy eights. Go on. Yep. And let's see what we have here. We have a flush here, flush here. This flush is higher. That's probably going to win. The flush here, that's low. Um... Unless anybody has a ton of, of another eight. I don't think, think so. Opposite. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, looking at the mouse here, uh, Lancaster is swearing himself up and down. Oh, that's that's not fair. It's the same hand. It's the same hand. A flush is a flush is a flush, right? But if you were here, then this would be... Uh, that would be Lancaster. You're right, that's that's your left. I'm getting my head all mixed up here. Right, right. I mean, Lancaster, yep. Because this would be Deneth. Yeah, I was thinking as if I, I was you for a second. Oh, okay. So Lancaster says, aha! Ooh, so close, so close, but so far, so far, as he will happily scoop the coins I mean, and the ring. I, why I, wouldn't that hand win? I'm just curious. I, I, am, I am thinking super fast right now. Um, are you saying because of the, the flush? Or yeah. there's something I'm missing here? Just because the, the queen's higher, I think. Of the f five cards, this one has a queen and this one has a... But isn't a... Nine oh, nine. so the flush queen high beats a flush right. high card. There's only five oh, cards I thought it Oh, that's true. There Period. you go. So even that if there's, even there's another one high, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was just a strictly clover question. Yep. I was like, wait, why is that one better? But that makes sense. So, okay, just sure. like just like that, you lose 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 your, your ring, lose your gold. I'm fucking using it anyways. <laughs> and but you are locked in the room with them, magicless for well until they're done. Mm -hmm. Good thing is the hands go fairly quick, pretty quickly here with the time the timer. So as as Lancaster pulls all the coin to, to him, he says, "Better luck next time, my friend. Better luck next time." Um, so they just keep playing um, and chit-chatting not much amongst themselves unless you want to say it, I mean there are points of if you want to just sit there and listen there's points of conversation that, that may be of interest to you Dennis doesn't comment on my war my war thing oh yes I'm sorry he no worries he, he goes so what, what do you 
What are you curious about? His cards are, are being dealt and he's sh shuffling his chips in his, his, his hands. She's actually quiet, but her chip shuffling ability is quite extraordinary. Um, the way she's doing all this stuff, which makes sense she has the most amount of chips. What are you curious about? Well, you speak about your handiwork with the blade and you're the son of the head of the Blademark Guild. I assumed uh, that's the where you've been spending your days lately. Blademark Guild is is an offshoot, uh, is under the em the employ of the Deneth family. Uh, not every Deneth is of the Blademark Guild. That would be a waste of some of our talents. Uh, for me, I, I I'm working to be to be heir once father is uh, done doing doing his duties and and then goes on to great retirement. Sometime somebody has to look after. The house, after all, makes sense. But but I imagine that you have plenty of experience in aerial warfare. Do you not? A, a weapon like that is not found on any old ground. Well, I have more than enough experience in a fight, if that's what you mean. This is this. Something mm -hmm. The rash says. I don't believe we would have the honor of meeting yet. I am Baron Koristan Tharash of House Tharash. You may be, may be familiar with uh, Derek, the, the Veldrin. Where are you? Ah, where are your fangs? I said, new to the court, new to the, the, the court city, the courts in general, I can see. Uh, House Tharash is both a, a half orc variety and human. So, uh, we pass the, 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 the crown, the scepter, if you will, back and forth. It's his turn now, perhaps, but uh, I, I fully expect House Tarash to, to, to take the reins uh, when next it, it, it is amenable to us. I offer your companion, Norwin, uh, his talent with this illusory world outside. He, he took me on a fantastic tour all around the grounds, and that is a forest, and it seems like what he can he can do here can can make it easy for for an, an army to cross through a swamp or a certain amount of, of mercenaries or finders of the such people searching for certain things tremendous ability you understand with that and a man with, with a sword is incredibly useful in, in my line, line, line of work and Dennis says I'm sorry your line of work people finding lost uh, shoes and keys my 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 line of work swords and pikes and, and the such i think you're going to be talking mercenary to a man that wields a sword that, that looks like he could have popped it down and bought all of us out of that last camp i think it's very clear and plus i i understand that he's already going to talk with my father with with my father so perhaps uh, uh thrash with your turn focus your efforts on that Norman fellow, perhaps. Do you have your simple match? Yeah, I guess. That's all for now. Okay. Mm -hmm. As hands are being dealt and, and things go quickly, the bets here can be quite high. Um, and there's a seven second timer on each decision. So it they go quite quickly here. Um, bet between round, rounds, there's um, downtime where, where cards are shuffled and dealt. Uh, Thrash here, he talks about how the focus should be on the boar. But 
there are more ways to win a war than standing in the sun swinging your sword around, Dennett. That's the expensive and time-consuming way of doing things. What we need is to find their weaknesses, their supply lines, their caravans, their healers, and stomp them out. Quentin Lagrandar laughs and says, Have you been following the reports from the actual war, Baron Thrash? These barbarians do not fight like us. Everything you've just described is how we do war and our weaknesses, not theirs. We must find new strengths rather than relying on the old, and the Larandar airships are ready to be tested on the battlefield. Dennett chimes in and says, it doesn't take a military genius to see that faster travel and height advantages make the difference when it comes to warfare. But last I heard, your attempts at distant air transport went up in flames and smoke, literally, did it not? Luckily, it was just a dozen crewmen and tools, not a battalion of soldiers or a few hundred pounds of precious supplies. But sorry, Quentin, I wouldn't find the blade marks in, in one of your blimps for at least a, another handful of years. Bless you, Lancaster. Once you've worked out the kinks and can, and can visit Alfheim without getting caught in the trees, we'll talk then about using your ships on the, on the front. Lancaster speaks up and says, I don't know about all that, my lord. How can you find a thing works without breaking a few eggs, eh? It seems to me that the rivalries between your families only keep you down. And considering how much you need each other's services, no? What good is quick travel without goods and people to ferry? What good are supplies without the mercenaries to eat and build them? What good are soldiers without a located target to approach? What good is any of this without these supplies in the first place? Not to mention the wood and steel to craft your fine vessels, yes? When he says that, he gestures across the, across the table at the canic when he says the last part. What good is any of this without the supplies in the first place? The wood and the steel to craft your, your fine vessels, yes. She smiles as she shuffles her, her, her chips absently, and Lancaster finishes with a flourish. But eh, who am I to complain? All of your inner grumblings is what makes me a very, very rich man. <laughs> she speaks quietly and, and er, so softly and says, Who'd have thought that the wisest among you would be, be the, the, the bloody merchant, the dog off his leash in times of war? Quentin says, You should know full well, Alexis, Alexis Kenneth, and you, Lancaster, that our hands are tied not by our own ambition or squabbling, but by the core edicts that were laid onto us hundreds of years ago, before any of our times. And Alexis says, they weren't laid upon us. They were agreed upon by our forefathers to keep the court city strong and ceremonial whole rather than fractured. It was the dragon marks of old that decided a king was needed after all. We were not conquered. We crafted a crown and chose a man to, to wear it. Don't speak like you're oppressed, Quentin. General squabbling of that sort mm -hmm. contains Is there anything you'd like to add in or chime in? Uh, when they're all talking about the war and stuff, I will throw in and say, well, the easiest way to end this pointless war is to just not fight it. That will get a solid <laughs> record scratch. They all kind of look at you and... Oh, Alexis, and you're... For once, like looks up and, and actually looks directly at you, looks your head up a little bit. Uh, Thrash says, looks like past Trent, Trent, who's given you a very cocked eyebrow, and says, "What do you mean? Uh, yes, we we can we can win a war by not fighting it. That sounds like just not 
you could win this game if, if you had never walked through through that door with that logic. <laughs> what I mean is, do you even know your enemy? As well as any man could, I think. We have we have intel, we understand the goblinoids, the the, the orcs, the human humanoid barbaric tribes, we know even Drow have been in involved. We know about that that nasty crater in, in the ground that some of these, these creatures crawl from. We were we were here when the Valinar when Valinar broke apart. Well no no. Let me let, let me rephrase. We were here when the Valinar city states began to fall one by one be one by one. And Alexis chimes in at that, at that point and says Precisely. That's the fracturing that the Corp Edicts are trying to avoid. We fracture into disparate city-states and we'll be picked off one by one by one by one just like they were. But they were. Yes, yes, yes. Well, now what? They have Redwall and Damas, the last bastions of what used to be a, a, a fine realm. Last, last I heard, their damned whale has stopped going. The tracks dug, dug up. No. I'm gonna put him in the back You know what you swing your blades at, but do you know what your enemy wants? Lancaster says, what does any enemy want? In my experience as a merchant, much different than yours as a soldier, I'm sure, but in my experience as a merchant, any enemy just wants, wants one thing, whatever you have. Exactly. Precisely. <laughs> yeah, here. Here it is. And we don't want to give it up, Thrash says. We have worked hard for these lands. What are we gonna do? Invite every barbarian who wears loincloth into our fine into our fine city to eat our fine corn? The way I hear it, you took this city. Took, took this city. <laughs> they look around each other and he says, We have been here since the beginning. Our families have roots that go directly to the start of the court city. What are you talking about? Took it. Uh, must be just some wrong version of history then. Well, I would recommend you find better, better books to read, my friend. Who's, I guess, who's the most upset about this? Like, are they all bothered? Like, Thrash would seem the most um, kind of perturbed about that statement. Like, it's a personal front to him, Deneth looks, I don't want to say perturbed as much as he is confused. Mm -hmm. like, he doesn't, like he doesn't understand what, what, what you're referring to. Like he's like, well, you're just wrong and kind of stupid. Mm -hmm. That kind of makes you sound dumb. So now I'm kind of, now I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of embarrassed that I invited you and, and I paid your first 10 antes. Well, sort first, of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Whew. 
Um, Lanca Lancaster just kind of sits by. He's not a dragon master. He just kind of calm. He just quiets up now and just looks at his chips. <laughs> um, Quentin does sort of stare you down across, across the table with, with a furrowed brow. Right. That was rude and incorrect mm. sort of face. And Alexis, uh, how'd you read? Go ahead and roll an insight check. Oh, boy. The, the others are pretty open with their emotions flat out on their face. 23. 23. Not bad. She is looking at me while casually shuffling her chips. She keeps an unbelievably stoic face. If anything, a slight smirk. Almost like she enjoys seeing this banter. She especially enjoys seeing you getting un under the skin of, of some of the others. She just stays quiet and watches that. But in, in a different way than Lancaster's quiet, he doesn't want to get chewed mm -hmm. out. Like, You're not part of us! She's quiet because she likes to watch the show. I'll say, the way I hear it is that's how you were all blessed with your dragon marks in the first place, right? other and move parts of their body different like parts sort of thing you know whether you know their dry dragon marks might be you can't see them mm -hmm. most of them at least and Dennis or um Quentin here here says these dragon marks have been passed through our blood for over a millennia what are you what are you, what are you trying to say guest of honor I'm not trying to say anything just maybe that you should all know enough to know that you don't know you know? Well, you speak like somebody who knows a great amount of thing about history. So go ahead, speak, speak. What do you know that, that we, Dragonmarked heirs and family, do not know? Tell me where my power to, to control the storm, the wind, the sea comes from. Tell me why my, my people have, have the power to fly the gondolas have them blimps more easily than others. I'm just telling you what I've heard. What have you heard? What I just told you. Where did you get our powers from then? From the dragons that you betrayed the people of this city to. Oh, I'm sorry, was that not clear? It was not. Oh. It was quiet. So uh, five, six, seven seconds to the point where the dealer has to uh, has to remind Quentin it's his turn to, to, to bet. And he goes, Fold. Alexis goes all in on the hand as she watches. And says, well, obviously nobody in this room is to blame for whatever sins may have existed in the past. You can agree with that. Well, of course, as long as people aren't fool enough to repeat them in the present. And then I would like to see if that makes anybody react. Sure. Um, I'll let you focus on two for an immediate reaction. Um, I guess I'll go with Emerald and Spanish. Okay. In that, in that, in that order. Like as you say yeah, it, who are you prime. looking into? Yes, he's my okay. Prime. Go ahead and roll inside check. Uh, 22. He seems 
perturbed by that. And with that role and, and his, it's not he's not even doing a good job of hiding it. He just seems straight up angry that you would accuse that um, to the point where he pretty much flat out will verbally say, "Have a big mouth, my friend, for a guest in this city." You speak of hearsay from what scripture or books you read that I cannot even fathom what. You come here spouting this to us in this sacred place as a guest. And now you warn us to not, what, betray the city that we helped make in the past, help make in, in the present, and will help make in the, in the future? I was simply agreeing with the lady that you should not be blamed for the sins of the past as long as you're smart enough to learn from them. Again, if you say the same words, and to me it sounds like a veiled warning. I do not appreciate it. That's good advice for any person, peasant or prince. Go ahead and roll an insight check at disadvantage on Thrash, just because he was very secondary to focus on. Natural one. Oh, there we go. <laughs> He's now just leaning his elbow on the table fully as the rest of them fold, allowing Alexis to take her not huge winnings from that hand, but anyway, it seems like a lot of work right now. Seeing this thing went across, just anti the blinds. He's like, from his face, you read just a kind of confusion, like, what are you, like, Quentin got what you were saying mm-hmm. more, but he's taking it quite in. Inflammatory. The rash just seems like I don't get what you're getting at. Followed once he once he understands from Quint, what Quentin's saying, he kind of looks like insulted himself and is like, and then he just kind of stays quiet, kind of like he's done talking. Lancaster says, perhaps we should just uh, f- f- finish this game as friends, eh? Sure. Play away, I did not mean to interrupt. The chatter decidedly moves away from the war at that point in time. It becomes sure. much, much more about styles and, and, and whatnot and such. Um, Thrash does get his gumption back and begins to participate in, in those conversations. Quentin seems a little bit perturbed still by what you said. But he engages in them when he is engaged with Alexis is often left out of the conversation, and when she, when she only responds when she's asked something or, mm-hmm. or referred to, or when she has something poignant to say, she's not so much for small talk. She is decidedly winning, well, of course, and she is very very keen on watching. Feel she seems to be very very good at re- reading people's tells and when their casualness is real or feigned, and such. I would regale them with maybe a tale from our time in the Feywild, or two that otherwise play nice the rest of the time. Sounds good. Um, it's, it's now, let's t- take our break, and then we'll come back to you guys and what you do next with your time, because Earth will be in there until, for a while. If you guys come back down, you're outside the door, you're like, oh shit, like there's no <laughs> getting in. There's no sounds of bloodshed or shatter or anything either. Yeah, so. no one's just watching the bottom of the door for like trickles of blood. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Kenny Mega Evolution's son coming out at one point. <laughs> <laughs> we have to name, change our names, we have to leave this city. <laughs> As you guys are, are heading, heading down the stairs to the second floor, you do hear a bit of um, music like a, like a waltz picking up from God's Dictators. The music begins to pick up and swell for almost like a final few dances sort of, of feeling. Mm-hmm. We'll end there, and then we'll, we'll resume. Oof. Yeah, I 